Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. 16 years of work to revise the criminal code. D.C.'s council overrides the mayor's veto. I'm Megan Cloherty. The percentage of electric cars on U.S. roads lags way behind other nations such as China. We'll talk about why with WTOP car guy Mike Paris at 1110. Asian markets are mixed. The Dow fell 400. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. New details emerging in New Mexico about a defeated GOP candidate accused of targeting the homes. CBS's Steve Futterman has more on the story. Investigators say Solomon Pena hired people to shoot at the homes of two county commissioners and a pair of New Mexico state senators. Kyle Hartzik is with the Albuquerque Police Department. The evidence that we have is not only firearm, but it's also from cell phones and electronic records, surveillance video. Police say in one of the attacks, Pena went along with the shooters and attempted to fire a gun himself, but it malfunctioned. Pena has a criminal record. He spent five years in prison. Steve Futterman. CBS News. A $10,000 reward is being offered for information leading to the arrest of two suspects wanted in yesterday's massacre in a central column. Among the victims, a 16-year-old mother and her 10-month-old baby. KGPE-TV's Esteban Reynoso reports. This says the home in Goshen is well known to law enforcement. A narcotics search warrant was conducted earlier this month and drugs and guns were found inside. Not all these people in this home are gang members. Definitely this 10-month-old child is an innocent victim. Sheriff Boudreaux says the investigation has already taken them out side of Tulare County. Make no mistake, I'm not saying that this is a cartel, but also be clear that I am not eliminating that possibility. In California, the rain has finally stopped, but some residents of Acampo remain under a mandatory evacuation order as floodwater spreads. This woman is one this of them. This is definitely horrific for us. Um, there's nowhere for the water to go, so we're screwed at this point. President Biden heads to California on Thursday to see the damage. A Massachusetts man, Brian Walsh, has been charged with the murder of his wife, who has been missing since New Year's Day. CBS's Nancy Chen with more. Investigators tell our CBS Boston station, WBZ, that their search of a nearby waste facility turned up trash cans with blood, a hatchet, a hacksaw, and a rug. Prosecutors say Walsh was also caught on tape, purchasing $450 worth of cleaning supplies. A Russian mercenary seeks asylum in Norway. CBS's Vicky Barker has more from our foreign desk. Andrei Medvedev says he deserted from the notorious Wagner mercenary group in Ukraine and crossed from Russia into Norway on foot, seeking asylum there. He says he's willing to collaborate with international investigators probing possible war crimes in Ukraine. Actor Jeremy Renner says he's home from the hospital after being treated for serious injuries from a snowplow accident. Renner was run over by his own plow in Nevada while trying to use it to free a relative's vehicle on a private road near Lake Tahoe that was on New Year's Day. This is CBS News. After a long wait, it looks like cold Washington weather is finally here. Make sure your residential or commercial heating system's ready to keep you warm all season long by calling the Crop Medcalf five-star heating experts. A Crop Medcalf five-star technician has the training and know-how to properly fix and maintain your system and catch potential problems before you're left out of the cold. Call 1-800-GO-CROP or visit CropMedcalf.com. Crop Medcalf is the one with five-star. Crop Medcalf, home of a five-star technician and prop Partner of the Washington Nationals. WTOP at 1103. A Tuesday evening, January 17th, 2023. Mostly cloudy with some patchy, dense fog by daybreak. Lows in the 30s and 40s. We're at 39 in our nation's capital right now. 
a good Tuesday evening to you. I need Lane. New tonight, we begin with this ride in the 11 p.m. hour. A woman is dead, two others are injured, including a teenager after a shooting locally in southeast D.C. It happened just before 9 p.m. tonight on Benning Road near D.C.'s border with Prince George's County. D.C. police say the suspect targeted a man and a 15-year-old who were standing in the front of a carryout restaurant. The suspect shot the teen, we're told. The man, along with a woman who was inside, she died at the scene. 6th District Commander Darnell Robinson says this morning the teen also fired back. That 15-year-old is being charged. Uh, he is at a local hospital and is being charged for carrying a pistol without a license and other uh, gun offenses as this investigation continues to unfold. Police are searching tonight for the suspect in the case. Also new, after more than six months of consideration, there's a recommendation now from the advisory group formed to determine the future of SROs, Alexandria Schools. That group says they should remain in school buildings and that the School Law Enforcement Partnership Advisory Group will make that recommendation to the school board this week on Thursday. The group says SROs will not solve safety concerns on their own, but they should be parts, they say, of a, quote, holistic program. Virginia Attorney General Jason Meares wrote a letter last year to the city's mayor and the school system on this issue, urging them to take advantage of state funding for SROs. It's a controversial call in Virginia for teachers to contact parents if they suspect they have a student in their class who identifies as a gender different from their biological sex. Under the Republican-backed bill, teachers would be required to contact a student's parents if they have reason to believe that the student is self-identifying as a gender that's different than their biological sex. The teacher would also need to ask if the parents want to seek counseling for the student. While supporters say it's about keeping parents in the loop and looking after the well-being of students, opponents say it's dangerous. State Senator Mamie Locke chairs the Virginia Senate Democratic Caucus. We will stop efforts to politicize our schools, attack our students, teachers. We have a vision that LGBTQ rights remain protected. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. WTOP at 11.06 on your Wednesday on your uh, Tuesday evening, the American Civil Liberties Union, ACLU of Maryland, locally, and other groups have filed a class action lawsuit now against the state. The ACLU says there's not careful use of psychotropic drugs for kids locally in Maryland's foster care system. The lawsuit says it's possible thousands of children are being hurt by this. More than three out of ten children in all in the state's foster care system are said to be given medications such as antidepressants, anti-anxiety meds, stimulants, and mood stabilizers. The lawsuit says nearly 75% of the kids are taking the drugs without a documented psychiatric diagnosis. The ACLU says this adds up to a form of chemical restraint. The lawsuit says black children are disproportionately harmed here because they make up a large number of children right now in the state's foster care system. No comments so far from the foster care system this week. The D.C. Council has voted to override Mayor Muriel Bowser's veto in D.C., moving forward now with legislation to update the city's criminal code. That code has not actually been changed for more than a century. In a 12 to 1 vote, the council moved past Mayor Muriel Bowser's veto of the revised criminal code act. Essentially, the city's criminal code determines what punishments to assign to which crimes, including sentence lengths and also classify what types of crimes are misdemeanors, for example, to set the guidelines for what police, attorneys, courts and prisons work from. Our current criminal code is consistently ranked as one of the worst criminal codes in the country. Former chair of the Public Safety Committee, Charles Allen, went on to say he was frustrated by the mayor's decision to oppose the legislation. Chair Phil Mendelson. It is irresponsible for the mayor to have characterized this as, quote, this does not make us safer. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News.
In a statement following the vote, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser says this week the updated criminal code, unfortunately, in her opinion, falls short on meeting the moment we are in right now. Stay tuned. WTOP at 11.07. A break now in the case tonight of a missing D.C. real estate executive, Anna Walsh. Her husband, Brian, has now been formally charged with her murder. Anna Walsh actually went missing early on New Year's Day. Her body has not yet been found. She spent her work weeks here in D.C., then returned to Massachusetts on weekends to be with the family. She was last seen traveling to our area from Boston on the 1st of January. North Massachusetts District Attorney Michael Morrissey says tonight that Brian Walsh is being held right now on a half a million dollars bail. Mr. Walsh will be transported to the Quincy District Court for arraignment the charge of murder. Walsh is also accused of misleading investigators in the case he's due in court sometime this week. Good evening, Tuesday evening, the 11 p.m. hour, 11 to January 17th, 2023, 11.08 to be exact. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Over to Rich Hunter in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, now, traveling on the Beltway in Virginia on the inner loop, you head north of the Dulles Toll Road toward Georgetown Pike. Two left lanes get you by the work zone. Now, if you're traveling on the outer loop in the local lanes, headed across the Woodrow Wilson Bridge toward the Maryland Shoreline, the work zone along the left side, you stay right to get by in the local lanes only. Now, elsewhere, if you're traveling in Maryland, Baltimore-Washington Parkway, southbound near 175, single left lane gets you by the work zone. And this is one of those areas where visibility has been reduced by fog. Please be extra careful going through that work zone. Uh, they were cleaning up the crash over in Rockville on Veers Mill Road at Broadwood Drive. You were under police direction there as a result. Uh, they've been working on the Bay Bridge. They had the westbound span blocked despite the fog. Uh, looks like they are in the process of reopening the westbound span. Looks like traffic has stopped westbound. Once you do get moving, you will be getting by in all three lanes westbound. But for the moment, traffic still stopped as they were clearing that work zone. Now, if you're traveling in Virginia, 95 southbound, as you head south of the Prince William Parkway toward the exit for Dale City, the work zone blocks the left lane to three. 395 south near Duke Street works in a single right lane. You get by to left without delay. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. There's a weak front off to our west, and until it comes through around midnight, there'll be a risk of a shower. Most of us will stay dry. Overnight, partly to mostly cloudy. Watch out for some fog. Our lows will be in the mid-30s to lower 40s. Much better day on Wednesday. A mixture of cloud cover and sunshine. Breezy. Highs upper 50s to lower 60s. Often on rain showers on Thursday as the storm system comes through. Highs low to mid-50s. And behind the storm on Friday, partly cloudy and blustery. Highs low 50s. And Saturday will be partly cloudy with a high in the upper 40s to lower 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. We're at 45 degrees in Rockville, 39 in Ashburn. It's 42 in District Heights. We are at 39 and holding in our nation's capital. 11 p.m. hour, Tuesday evening, January 17th. This check brought to you tonight by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 1111. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information 
information by dialing 800-269-3394. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-269-3394. Good Tuesday evening, January 17th, 1112 on WTOP. Welcome in. In China and Europe, 20% of all cars and SUV sales were electric vehicles just this past year. That number is only 6% here in the U.S. right now. So why are we Americans seemingly so reluctant to buy electric cars, even though experts tell us we've got to stop burning that fuel if we are to curb climate change and cool the Earth's temperature overall? WTOP's Dimitri Sotis puts that question to our car guy, Mike Barrett. There's the unknown. Also, where do you charge it? Sometimes it's charging infrastructure isn't the easiest, and especially in some states in the U.S., it's almost non-existent compared to D.C., which has a little bit better than others, and certainly not anywhere near like California. So, yeah, that and people want uh, they want big, big SUVs like we've been looking at the last couple of weeks. And for right now, that's where people's money is going and uh, not really adapting to the electric car as fast as some other countries. Now, they do start to offer, I don't know about the biggest SUV electric, but you will be able to get something larger in an electric car or at least a hybrid. Yeah, definitely. We'll be looking at some of those here very soon. We got the a plug-in hybrid seems to be where a lot of them are right now, hybrids and plug-in hybrids where you're getting 20, 30, 40 miles all electric power. And then it switched over to the gas engine. So it can be a lot more economical than saying uh, the Cadillac or, or the big Grand Wagoneer we've been looking at. So it's slowly but surely getting there, but still uh, it's going to take a while to uh, get that there. And, yeah, you still have to power those things. So it takes a lot more energy when you drive a bigger vehicle like that. So you have bigger battery packs, which adds more weight. So it's definitely uh, it's a catching up game to gas cars for sure. WTOP car guy Mike Pira and Skype here on WTOP talking about the United States' slow embrace of those electric cars. If you like going fishing at the Tidal Basin or on parts of the Potomac River, Linup researchers have a warning for you. They say freshwater fish could be hazardous to your health. Writing in the journal Environmental Research, scientists say freshwater fish across the country are contaminated with so-called forever chemicals. These are perfluorinated compounds that are used in hundreds of consumer products, including food packaging. They're called forever chemicals because of their persistence in the environment and the body. The study found that eating freshwater fish just a few times a year is an important source of exposure to forever chemicals. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Tuesday evening, January 17th. Welcome in. 11-15 sports time at Rob's turn tonight. The Capitals already have more losses midway through January than they had all of December. They fell to the Minnesota Wild on home ice 4-2 to suffer their fifth loss of the month. Coach Peter Laviolette. There's a lot that we did good for 60 minutes. It's one of those games where... I can't fault the process, and I can't fault the effort. And I thought, you know, the the chances that we had, the possession time, the odd, you know, the again, the heavy weight of ozone possession time, and the looks, and 
pucks rolling across the crease and you know we deflected ours they go wide they deflected theirs they go in and it's just the way the game went martin Ferravari had a goal and an assist for his second career multi-point game and charlie lindgren made 18 saves but all three of the goals against the netminder in the second period came with a big forward setting a screen to obstruct his view better news on the local college hardwood vcu routed umass to remain atop the a10 with a five and one conference record the washington commanders search for a new offensive coordinator brought them to a Tuesday interview with Pat Shermer. Forget his 9-23 record as a head coach in three stops. Shermer's resume as a coordinator includes an NFL assistant coach of the year, not in 2017. He's also credited with working well with young quarterbacks, a must for a team telling candidates they plan to start Sam Howell in 2023. An interesting and local option could soon come available. D.C. native Byron Leftwich is reportedly in danger of being fired as Offensive coordinator in Tampa, though the Bucks say no decision has been made yet. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Rob, as always. Good Tuesday evening, January 17th. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 11.16. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. We told you about the armed man who was in a standoff with police in southeast D.C. after he was accused of setting an apartment on fire. That man is now identified as 45-year-old Sherman Holly, who was taken into custody on 30, 37th place, and the fire spread to a couple of floors of the apartment complex he was in. It leaves some neighbors homeless. Holly was wanted in the killing of a 53-year-old man, James Brooks, who was found with multiple stab wounds in another part of Southeast on Sunday night. Brooks died before first responders could get him to the hospital. Among the top stories we're following for you on WTLP, the D.C. Council has overhauled the city's criminal code for the first time in more than a century. Supporters say it makes life more equitable. Critics say it is too lenient on people who commit carjackings and other crimes. The latest in the President Biden classified documents investigation, now the Justice Department, apparently had considered having FBI agents monitor a search of papers by President Joe Biden's lawyers. We'll tell you why they decided against that. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, along with George Santos, among the controversial GOP lawmakers this week to get committee assignments. Stay with WTLP for more on these developing stories. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTLP.com. Binding operational directives indicate that once-a-year pen tests no longer protect sensitive missions or meet most compliance requirements. Government agencies deserve a single platform for all security testing. The SYNAC platform brings together penetration testing, CBE checks for vulnerabilities like Log4j, and more than 40 security tests using frameworks like OWASP and NIST 853. Talk with SYNAC today to explore security testing in a FedRAMP moderate environment. Learn more at synack.com government. Good Tuesday evening, January 17th. Welcome to WTLP, where the time now is 11.18. I think of weather on the 8th. Good evening to Rich Hunter in the WTLP Traffic Center. Uh, good evening, Dean. They're setting up a work zone now on 66 westbound, west of Route 7, headed toward the Beltway. Should be getting by in one single lane to the left. 66 westbound approaching the Beltway, so just be aware. And again, you're dealing with some fog out there, so you definitely want to take a little extra easy uh, this more or this evening, I should say, as a result, give give yourself some extra time and also just be wary, especially with some work zones set up in areas that are quite foggy at this point. Now, speaking of which, the fog actually somewhat lifted at the Bay Bridge, but they picked up the work zone. So westbound, you've got three lanes open, eastbound, two lanes open. The work zone picked up and cleared early. Still working, though. 
Southbound on the Baltimore Washington Parkway near 175. You're down to a single left lane to the work zone. On the northbound side, for now, the lanes are open. No incidents, no delays to report. I-95 looks good between the two beltways. No issues on 270 north and south as well. Over in North Laurel, working 198 eastbound between Fairlawn Avenue and US-1. Single right lane gets you by the work there. In southeast Washington, you've got the uh, closure due to police activity. Benning Road between H Street and Hillside Road in southeast. And traffic redirected each way as a result. Uh, structure fire from earlier today uh, still has Fairlawn Avenue closed between Pennsylvania Avenue and Burn Street. Again, clean up an investigation of that previous fire. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. We can see a couple of showers before midnight as the week front comes through. After midnight, look for a partly cloudy to a mostly cloudy sky. And over the next several hours, watch out for some patchy fog. Our lows mid-30s to lower 40s. A mixture of cloud cover and sunshine on Wednesday. Breezy and warmer. Our highs upper 50s to lower 60s. Storm system brings rain on Thursday. We'll see highs in the low to mid-50s. And behind the storm on Friday, partly cloudy and blustery. Highs low 50s. And Saturday, partly cloudy lighter winds and a high near 50. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. Right now, we're at 42 degrees in Upper Marlboro, 44 Centerville, 42 now at our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Lynn the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. WTOP at 1120. University of Maryland Global Campus offers career-relevant programs that work for your schedule and tuition that works for your budget. So, as you move into the new year, realize your next success with a degree or certificate from UMGC, an accredited state university helping working adults like you take a leap forward. Apply by February 15th and we'll waive your application fee. On hybrid courses available, visit umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. KBR's highly experienced and highly cleared team is ready to solve today's challenges while preparing for tomorrow's threats. For more than 50 years, KBR has been trusted by the Department of Defense and Intel community to provide mission-critical science, technology, and engineering solutions. As global demands change and markets transform, KBR delivers innovative results to advance defense and national security interests on land, at sea, in the air, space, and cyberspace. KBR, the team behind the mission. For more information, visit KBR.com. Good Tuesday evening, January 17th. It is 1121 on WTOP. Glad you're with us. This is WTOP News. Locally, a new school board chair is chosen in Prince George's County after infighting among board members. Judy Mickens-Murray, a member of the school board since 2021, will now serve as the chair. In a statement, Mickens-Murray says she hopes to engage in an ongoing dialogue around education issues to ensure, quote, all community voices are heard. Lolita E. Walker will take on the role of vice chair. The changes come after a string of conflicts between board members and former chair, Juanita Miller. Back and forth among members involved allegations of neglect and incompetence against Miller, who says she sought to unify the board but encountered discourse. A judge will decide whether Miller should be removed from serving on the school board, a decision that could take several months. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. So when should the actual school year start and how long should breaks be? That's what the Fairfax County School Board is mulling right now as they develop next year's calendar. Board member Melanie Marin says that five-day school weeks should be prioritized. It was a very difficult fall for too many families and staff and students, so especially in the first quarter where routines are being set. I also think um, alignment with surrounding jurisdictions is really important, both for our staffing and for child care needs. The county is considering four options, we're told, with different end dates and varying lengths for winter and spring breaks. A final vote is scheduled for February 9th. See the four options a click away at our website, WTOP.com. WTOP at 1123.
As you begin filing your taxes this year, you'll notice that the child tax credit is not quite as big as it was last year at this time. So here are a few other ways you can actually save some green on soaring child care related expenses. If you and your kids are relatively healthy, maybe think about getting a health savings account to help cover costs. This year, the limit is nearly eight grand for families and contributions are made with pre-tax dollars and are tax deductible. Combine this with a high deductible health plan and it could save you hundreds of bucks a year. As for keeping your kids entertained, look more to spending your money on lower cost experiences rather than hundreds on new toys that will eventually clutter your house. Find an indoor trampoline park nearby and you can often get a monthly subscription for around 20 bucks. Any money you save this year can be put into a custodial account for any future child-related expenses. Luke Luker, WTOP News. Be sure and find more helpful tips. Uh, click away at our website. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon, pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N info.com. WTOP at 11:25. Money news each half hour at 25 and 55 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Moderna, best known for its COVID-19 vaccine, is closer to its first non-COVID shot. Trials show its RSV vaccine was 84% effective in older people. Moderna may now seek expedited FDA approval, which could lead to a launch later this year. Apple is rolling out its first new products, 2023, faster versions of its MacBook Pro laptops and the Mac Mini desktop. The new MacBooks look the same as the older models but use more powerful chips. The new Mac Mini replaces an older Intel-powered model. A choppy day on Wall Street ended with stock prices mostly in the red. Dow Industrials fell 392. The S&P dropped 8. The Nasdaq added 16. Match Group's Hinge dating app is launching a premium site for people it calls highly motivated daters. Motivated enough to pay $60 a month to find someone. That's almost double the price of its standard app. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Here's Scott Gagnon, VP of Federal for Worldwide Technology. Worldwide Technology solves our government's most complex challenges. We understand how to accelerate transformation. We analyze, design, test, and deliver practical solutions that integrate the best suited technologies. Our team is committed to your mission success. We are Worldwide Technology, your trusted partner for today's digital modernization journey.